welcome to Into the Deep Talk Show. Amen. 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 Welcome back to another episode of Into the Deep. For those who don't know what Into the Deep is, Into the Deep is the newest talk show in Beaumont, Texas, where we bring the word to the word, where we bring the word to the world so others can understand and know who they are and fulfill what God has designed them to do. Amen. We expect to see miracles, signs, and wonders to everyone who watches this episode. We invite you into the deep, and for those who don't know, I am Leander DJ Wilson, and tonight is going to be an episode like never before. Amen. Amen. So here this evening, we don't have any surface talk. We don't have any icebreakers this evening. Let me give you a little background. So I, for every episode, I talk with God. I ask God what he wants to be done. He's given, he's given me an outline of the episodes and everything. But tonight he says, pause. He wants us to pause for a moment. And so as I'm talking to God, I thought God wanted me to pause and work out some admin things for the show, make sure everything's good to go. But to, And so I was ready to go, and I was like, okay, cool. There'll be no live. There'll be no episode tonight. I'll just make sure everything's going great and make sure everything's is going to be going great in the future. But he says, I have something for the people. As, as I said earlier, what this show is to do is to bring the word to the world. It's to inspire. It's to encourage. It's to impact lives. It's to, in, it's to push people to know who they are in Christ and to let them know they are equipped to do what God has called them to do. So tonight, I'm not going to speak. I, I don't have any guest speaker tonight, but God has given me a video for us to watch, and let me, let me let you know something. As I was watching this video on last week, I was, matter of fact, I watched this video at work. I almost shouted at work. I almost, this, the word God has for us tonight is amazing. Mm. Disclaimer, if you're a shouter, if you're a jumper, if you, if you're, if you like to express the goodness of God, I encourage you to pull over if you're driving. I encourage you to tell your coworkers you're about you're going to get ready to shout. I encourage you because what God has for us tonight is something impactful. It's something mighty fun. Let, let me let you know something. This is going to be my second time watching, and I believe, God, I'm going to show you some evidence of how good God is. Amen. So, I'm going to pray before we go, go to the video. Father God, I just thank you, Father God, for tonight. I thank you, Father God, for each and every person who's going to be tuning in to watch this episode, Father God. Father God, I pray, Father God, that you will be exalted, Father God. You will be glorified, Father God. And you, Father God, will be enlightened, Father God. That, Father God, your people that watch this episode, Father God, will come to the understanding of who you are, Father God. Will come to the understanding, Father God, that you are the way, the truth, and the life, Father God. Will come to the understanding, Father God, that with you, Father God, nothing is impossible, Father God. That, Father God, through you, Father God, all things are possible, Father God. We just say, I just say thank you, Father God. And, Father God, I decrease, Father God, and you increase, Father God. I ask, Father God, that you continue to increase over this talk show. In your son Jesus' name, amen, amen. 
Also, as we watch this video, I might pause it and let just give a little comments on what I what God gives me. If you if you have any comments, concerns, if you would like to say anything, drop it in the comments. And if I see it, I'll say it or I'll post it up so everyone else can see it. So I encourage you, if God gives you a word, post it in the comments. If God gives you something to say, post it in the comments. This is an episode that is to impact. Amen. If God if God gives you a revelation, let the people know it. Amen. So with no further ado, we're going to go right into the episode, right into the video. I, I need some help teaching today, some help teaching today. I wanted to tag team, and I thought this would be special. I've never done this in my life, um, but I think this is going to be fun. We've been talking about the principle of partnerships, and what better partner to tag team with than my baby brother? So I want to call up Pastor Darius McClure. Is it all right if we preach together today, y'all? Can we preach together today, y'all? Let's do it like we was little. We got to do it like we was Let's go. Let's you go. ready? Let's you go. ready? Let's Is go. it in you? Let's go. Let's go, Doc. Let's go, man. Don't fake the funk. <laughs> On the nasty dunk. On the nasty dunk. That was our cold word to get in our room when we was little. So I'm excited. So let's get ready. While you're standing, I'm going to take this side. You take that side. Matthew yes, chapter 7, verse 6. Uh-oh. Thank you, Rod. This is going to blow you away. Matthew chapter 7 verse 6 do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw your pearls before swine I could stop right there do not give what is holy to dogs and do not throw your pearls before swine or they will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces to pieces I want to preach today from this topic. I want to change it because I felt this in my spirit. This too toxic for me. You may be seated. I want to teach from this topic today. This is too toxic for me. Is that okay? Watch your mouth. Is that okay? This is just too toxic for me. So like I say every week, we've been in the midst of a series entitled The Courage to What? Commit. I'm going to say it again. The courage to commit. commit. I will not stop preaching this series until you finish my sentences. I need you waking up out your sleep like principal of ownership. <laughs> I need you in the line at McDonald's. Yes, what do you want? Can I get number three? Has some generosity. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And a Coke. Like, I need this in your spirit. Why, PMJ? There is some stuff. Seven of y'all going to catch this. That God has stored up for you. That he's waiting on you to grab your key and unlock it. Yes, sir. Now, we've been talking about locks. We've been talking about keys. We don't spend a lot of time talking about locks. Wow. Pastor D, I want to put you on the spot because when we talk about locks, what type of locks come to your mind? Give me one. It's crazy. When you say locks, it actually, actually makes me think about uh, the type of lock when you uh, go to a safe. We have to put a combination Let's in. Let's stop right there. We have a combination. So certain locks come with a code. Yeah. I think you missed what I just said. It comes with a code. And if you got a code, if you buy it, they sometimes give you a code or they allow you to what? Create it. Create your own code. Put this in your notes if you don't mind. Put this in your notes. You can't get in the safe because you can't create the code. See, in spirituality, when you decide to create a code, what you're saying is my way should make this work. The code is simple. The problem is you won't read the manual. 
You want to know what type of lock I think about? Did you, did you catch something with that? No, I, you, got, you got it. The type of lock I think about is, we, I, I learned this hard lesson this week here at the church. I walked out a door, turned to walk back in the door, <laughs> and the doors on the front of the church lock every time you close them. Unless you use the key and set it to unlock. You can put this in your nose. There are some doors you're going to walk through that you won't be allowed to get back out of. <clears throat> Talking. I don't think you heard what I just said. When you answer your call, listen to your pastor, when you walk through that door and accept the call, that door locks. So you cannot revoke or renege on what God called you to do. Okay? D, jump in there when you get ready. Come here, Jonah, who got a call and tried to walk back out the door. <laughs> walk back out the door. And what did God do? He sent a storm and made him sit still. Until he decided to keep moving. So we've been talking about the courage to admit and keep. Courage to commit and keys. And the first key is what? I got to keep working. The principle of generosity. Yes, sir. The principle of generosity. What is the principle of generosity? It is a heart that's willing to give that leads to a life that freely, freely gives. I love that. The principle of generosity has revolutionized my life because I think oftentimes we can be so self-centered and self-ambitious that we don't see that God created us to serve like him. Jesus said, I, I came to this earth to seek and to save those that are lost. And watch this. We are never more like the Father than when we're serving God's people. Mm. And oftentimes we limit serving, watch this, to generosity when it comes to finance. Finances, but what about being generous with your time? Yeah. Being generous with your gift. One thing I learned about this generation is sometimes we can be selfish with our platforms. Ooh, that's because good. when we see Peter in one of the sermons in this series, we see that he gives Jesus his boat, which was equivalent to, to his, his platform. To his Jesus platform. Christ. And sometimes you want God to favor the platform that you feel like you're building, you but you won't allow Jesus generous. to get on your boat. Let Jesus get on your boat. <laughs> that's for Father, y'all, who don't get the principle that tithing from your business yes. is allowing Jesus. To get in your boat. Come on. This is why Devo energy is so important. Because yes, hear me, this is what I discovered when we talk about the principle of generosity and serving, D. Here's what's crazy. Most of us only view serving, what is this called? Laterally? Laterally. Horizontal, yeah. Horizontally. We only think serving is to help somebody. When the first form of serving mm. is surrendering. Mike, we did the same thing. It's surrendering. It's surrendering. The first level of serving is surrendering. Can you put this in your notes? And a person who will never surrender to God will never serve another person. You better talk. Do I need to say that again? Say that again. Somebody who won't surrender to God will never serve another person. Your husband will never treat you right if he won't submit to God. Your wife will never honor you if she won't honor God. The first principle of generosity Woo. is not about what you can do for somebody Woo. but what you can do with can I jump in right jump there? in Jesus spent 30 years surrendering to the father <clears throat> before he ever served God's people 
Say that again. He spent 30 years surrendering to the Father and only three years serving God's people because when you don't learn how to surrender to God first, you won't serve people. You will only please people. Oh, my God. And sometimes we confuse serving with people with yeah. people pleasing. Come on. I'm not trying to please you. I'm trying to serve you. So whether you receive my generosity or not won't have me mad because I'm not doing it for your approval. I'm doing it to hear well done. My good and faithful servant. My good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm now I'm going to make you ruler over many because you've been generous. I'm talking. Then in session two, we begin to unpack the mindset principle. The mindset principle. I feel like the Dudley twins up here. <laughs> Let's go. Somebody shout mindset. Mindset. The mindset principle suggests that what I believe about me often determines what I believe about God. Yeah. It's a sad thing to see God right, but see yourself wrong. Yeah. I will say that again. It's a sad thing to see God right but see yourself wrong because often throughout scripture you will see God reminding us who we are he would say stuff like you are the head you are blessed going in you are blessed going out you're fearfully and wonderfully made he's constantly reminding us of who we are because he knows life has a way of making us forget who we are and it's one thing to see him right but what's gonna happen in your life when you start seeing you right here's what's crazy here's what's crazy throughout the bible god says i'm gonna let you discover me but i'm gonna tell you who you are. You are talking. He said, I'm going to make you go through something to find out who I am. But if you would just surrender, I'll tell you who you are. I'm preaching to somebody, right? And since I'm the pastor and you got all us in the room, can I take a minute and tell you what you are? I'll go first. You are blessed. You are favored. You are anointed. You are healed. You are prospering. You are strong. You are all that. You're fearfully and wonderfully You're made. You're getting ready to be greater. You're walking in overflow. Walking in blessing. You're the head and not the tail. We are. So let's talk about this. Three, three. The principle, jump on that. The principle of multiplication. In other words, we don't die. We multiply. The principle of multiplication suggests that God did not simply create us to simply maintain, but to what? Multiply. To multiply. And oftentimes we settle for addition when God created us for multiplication. And be careful when you are surrounded by people who only add to you and don't help you multiply. And I feel like talking to some people in the room because some of you are frustrated and empty right now because you keep settling for half people when you can't create a whole relationship with only half a person. Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. I want to, 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 I want to challenge me. Okay. Because having a person who adds to you Mm. ain't negative. Yeah. The problem is it should develop into multiplication. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. All right. I said this before. Two plus two is what? Four. Two times two is what? Four. Two plus three is? Five. Two times three is? Six. All right. So going from four to five ain't bad. Problem is after a certain while, I got to stop taking baby steps. Since we're growing together, you should help me multiply. That is so good. 
The, the, the principle, jump in here, of freedom. Talk about the that. The principle of freedom is so important because we must understand that freedom is not doing whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. but pre- freedom is doing what you were created to do. Yeah. And sometimes we are settling for culture's version of freedom and not the kingdom's version of freedom. If you're not careful, you'll end up like the prodigal son who got everything from his father and used his freedom for what he wanted to do, and he end up in a pig's pen. When sometimes you have to realize, even though you can have everything, it doesn't mean you're ready for it in this season. I don't know who I'm preaching to already tonight, I'm sorry, this morning, early in this message, but do I have anybody that's making up in their mind that when I apply this principle of freedom, I'm also embracing the pace of God for my life? No, 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 no. Say that slow because they missed that. When when, When when, I apply the principle of of freedom, freedom, I'm also embracing the pace of God for my life. Do do that again. When I apply the principle of freedom, I am accepting the pace, Pace. defined pace, the pace, the rhythm, the rhythm, the flow, the flow, the tempo, the tempo, the rate at which God wants to get you, the timing, he wants you to be. That's right. When he needs you to be there. Hear me when I say this. If you get on the freeway and you say, I'm free, Mm. ain't it crazy? They call it the freeway. But you can't be free as you want to be. Because even the freeway comes with accountability. It says if you want to go to the max, you got to get in the left lane. Some of y'all keep crushing because you're trying to do what you want to in a right lane. And the right lane ain't made for the space that you try. Michael! Hey, hey, the pace. Somebody shout pace. Pace. Pace is important. Can I say something? I am so glad God did not let me do none of what I'm doing when I wanted to do it. Had God gave me all y'all at 27, you wouldn't like me. Had God blessed me with a music career at 30, I would have probably abandoned this to go to that. Because I was, I, was, I was ambitious. I was young. I was sort of a rebel. You couldn't really tell me nothing. My whole energy was trying to prove anybody who doubted me wrong. That is not a healthy, motivating factor for what God is calling you to do. I thank God for pace. Yes. Yes. I thank God blessings didn't hit. Who remember that? There's a blessing out there with my name on it. Devil thought he knew me, changed the game on him. Watch these blessings falling like it rained on him. Like it rained on him. And it went plastic. It sold seven copies. I remember when I was trying to rush the pace. Holy fire. What? Have your way. Burn. And I'm like, here it come, here it come. Great God, woo, great God. And I'm like, God, what's wrong? And God said, you and your team and your church and your family, can't none of y'all handle what you praying for. Watch this, so I'm not gonna not give it to you. Wow. I'ma just slow down the pace and let you grow up so you can be ready for it. Can I prophesy? What you waiting on ain't, ain't not gonna happen for you. God said, I'm taking you at the pace. So when you get it, you won't loot. You are talking. Somebody write this down in your notes. Never forget this because impatience is an enemy to your increase. I I will say that again because impatience is an enemy to your increase. 
Because if the devil can't slow you down, he will try to speed you up. If the devil can't slow slow you down, he will try to speed you up. And you know what I discovered? He don't speed the blessing up. He speeds your ambition and immaturity up. And what does the devil do? Here it is. Here it is. All he do is have a conversation. Come here, Eve. No, come here, Eve. And y'all so arrogant. Can I free you? If a devil can talk angels out of heaven, he can absolutely talk you in the hell. You are talking, man. Let's, what's, what's next? Come next, on. next, we got the principle of partnership. We've the principle of partnership. I hope you're sitting next to the right person because it might get a little crazy at this point. The principle of partnership suggests that trusting the wrong people will make you worse. Mm. But tr- y'all not finishing mm. the principle. Do you got your keys in here? All right. Trusting the wrong people will make you But trusting the right people will help you. I wonder do I have some people that's making up in your mind in 2023 and moving forward that you're being selective about your partners. Yes, Lord. Because you cannot become the right person when you're surrounded by the wrong people. And it says if you walk with the wise, you will become wise. Proverbs 13, 20. But if you hang around fools... Your life will fall to destruction. The text says you don't even have to be a fool. Just hang with them. You just got to be around the fool. And it will destroy your life. But I'm making up in this mind, I'm not just protecting my peace. I'm also protecting my partners. Because I don't need the wrong people making me worse. God, send me the right people to help me win. I dare you to give God a winning praise in the room and online. That you shouted over him removing the wrong people. Yeah. Praise God because he sent the right people. D, and the right people won't always feel like the right fit. So good. The right people won't always feel like the right fit. Because most times when God sends you somebody, he will send you something you don't want. Which is why the friend you thought would ride with you is missing. And the person you didn't see coming is still standing there because God ain't trying to fit your criteria. He's trying to fasten your destiny. Am I preaching to anybody? Yes, God. That's why I thank God that my brother ain't exactly like me. Mm. He got a different pace than me. We, we flow different. It helps me be better at me. I'm grateful T.O. don't flow like me. So now when I'm creating, he brings a different lens. So when I see it, first conversation all the time going to be, I don't like that. Then when I sit on it, I'm like, mm, why PMJ? Some of you going to miss God because you're looking for people who going to have a party, not push you to purpose. Say that again. We looking for people who going to have a party, but not push us to purpose. I don't, I don't oh, they a vibe. So do they got vision? They a vibe with no victory. A vibe with no victory. That boy said a vibe with no victory. They are a vibe with no victory. And what I've discovered is everybody who's a vibe will eventually play victim. Yes. Because the moment you lock in, they're going to guilt you into thinking something is wrong with the fact that you decided to get right. Yeah. But I came to make a decision. If you going to be in my life. You got to be committed to the stuff that I'm committed to. 
You ought to slap three people high five and shout, I need partnership. Yeah. Here we go. Then we talked about, let's go quickly to this, we're running out of time, the principle of transformation. Absolutely. The principle of transformation suggests that my gift will change others, but my character will change. My gift will change, but my character will change. This is for the people who is great at helping everyone else and giving everyone else all the great advice. And then you look in the mirror and say, I need to start listening to myself because your gift will change others. Watch this, but your wisdom will change you. And many times we're trying to impress people with our gift. When your gift says a lot about God, but your character says a lot about can I free you? Can I say something that we don't say in church because we got to maintain certain images? Some of the most gifted people got the most issues. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to take this even deeper. This is why, watch this, this is why what frustrates, frustrates me about the devil. If a pastor, singer, somebody famous fall, it makes the news. Can you put this in your notes? Please put this in your notes. They never report about the planes that make it. They only report on the planes that crash. So good. So let me free you. Your success will be rewarded with silence. Your crash will be rewarded with conversations. And can I free you? When people begin to whisper about your downfalls, that's when God steps back. And he allows the betrayal, the pain, the embarrassment, all of that to develop you. And I came to announce to you that if God allowed you to have a public crucifixion, it's because he's setting you up for a public resurrection. resurrection. Michael, I I can't sit there. Tonight, today, night. (laughs) Said tonight. (laughs) Rock City, put this in the comments. Here's a new one. This might be a book. Yes, sir. That's what we need to do. Yes, sir. This is a book we write. And then, like, on the front cover, it's me. Mm-hmm. Then when they flip it, on the back cover, it's you. Mm-hmm. Then, like, chapters one through four, it's this way, but you got to turn the book upside down or read from the back. It'll be, like, five through eight. That would be crazy, won't it? Somebody shout, bet. Bet. Let's do that. That'd be good, won't it? Here it is. Let's do this. Let's do this. Number eight. Principle number eight. Oh, my God. The principle of the pick. Ooh. The principle of the pick. Here's your definition. The principle of the pick suggests that who you choose to be in your life will either be an asset or an assault. The principle of the pick suggests that who you choose to be in your life will either be an asset or an assault. Simply put, simply put, we cannot live right if we pick wrong talking because we've talked about the principle of partnership but we have to go back and make sure you're picking the right partners that's right because if we're not careful they just gonna run out and pick who's around let me free you real quickly if you believe in god for partnership okay or, or people you're dating uh potentially marriage friends business partners uh those to share your life with uh intercessors Put, put this in your notes, okay? And it just slipped my mind. Mm. No, here it is. You ready? Put this in your notes. Leave it vacant oh. before you rush in places. Yes. 
That's good, ain't it? You know what I'm discovering at, at 39, about to be 40? There are certain people and certain things that are incredible. They just don't fit me. I don't think you heard what I just said. I'm turning down opportunities now that people around me are saying I'm crazy about. Wow. They said that stuff don't come back around. I said, I know. Only problem is who I would have to partner with to do it. Watch this. Because if I partner with the right person, I get their favor. If I partner with the wrong person, I may have to deal with their fights. You are talking, man. Now, I need you to get this right. Because if I partner with the right person, I get their favor and their fights. If I partner with the wrong people, all I get. And because you the one with the favor, you end up exhausted. Because you're having to fight for the both of you. Jump in there, brother. It made me think about growing up how we used to go to the club. We used to go to a party, and uh, there was this club called Banana Joe. Putting our business in the streets, ain't you? Hold on, time out. Like, what? 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 While you were in college away. While I was in college, While yeah, you yeah. were in college yeah, away. Yeah. I went to a club. It makes me remember that time I came to your college and you were drinking. <laughs> and I had to tell dad about you. All right, there we go. We even. It's your turn. Come on, let's go. And so, let's not, let's not do that, though. Let's <laughs> everybody in Birmingham knew after the party, you went to this place called the Purple Onion. Ooh, ooh, the Purple Onion. Y'all remember Purple Onion? You didn't even go to eat. You just stood outside. By your car. And so here it is. I can remember my partners, I'm sorry, my friends that I was with were a little bit toxic. Ooh. They looked at another group of guys and said, y'all deep, we deep, let's fight. Mm. The problem is the person on the other uh, team pulled out a gun. None of us had a strap. And I'm looking like, Lord, <laughs> if you get me out of this, you know that prayer, I'll never. <laughs> and watch this, before I knew it, while he's running at us with a gun, he busts a U-turn. And I'm like, what made him turn around? I didn't realize that the police had pulled up and signaled his lights. Watch this. Because I was connected to the wrong partners, I almost caught an assault on my life. But because the right partner showed up, y'all not having church with me. What was meant to kill me, God gave me another chance. And I want to preach to some people in the room today that there are some attacks that may be showing up in your life, not because you're living wrong, but because you're connected to the wrong people. Picking is the process of discerning. And oftentimes we're trying to pick without developing our discernment. Because the quality, watch this everybody, the quality of your discernment or your pick will be based on the condition of your heart. And sometimes we're trying to make big picks with broken hearts. Jeez, say that again. Say that again. Sometimes we're trying to make big picks with broken hearts. We're trying to come to the altar and marry someone and we never mended a broken heart from a past relationship. We're trying to get a big job or big promotion when we're still disappointed from what happened with our last opportunity. Stop making big picks with broken hearts. And that's critical why I put this in your notes. God will teach us how to choose, but he will not choose for us. <clears throat> yeah. 
Sometimes you don't know what's in people until you choose what's best for you. And that's critical. So somebody say pick. Pick. All right, I want to say this too because I like being well balanced. There are certain people you're going to pick in life, and because of both of you, your life may take y'all in some crazy turns. Y'all may fall out, end up hurting each other. It may not always be heaven. I don't want you to think the principle of partnership is tied to no pain. Yeah. That's so good. When you really love a person, pain comes with it. See, the, the, see partnership in the pick, watch this, means it's the difference between being attached and in covenant. See, there's a difference between attachment and covenant. If somebody's attached to me, it's like Velcro. If anything pull hard enough, they'll leave. It's like Velcro. If it stayed long enough, it may not even stick no more. But covenant is so bound that I couldn't get you out my spirit or out my life even if I See, life will have a way of making y'all always come full circle. And the pick does not mean it's uh 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 the pick does not mean d it's uh it's it, 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 it won't go through seasons of separation yeah yeah seasons of separation i almost lost my brother forever because in a certain season we were bumping heads i had stuff i wanted to do he had stuff he wanted to do i was somewhat prideful and arrogant i believe he had a little bit in him too and, and what happens now is we end up going our separate ways not talking for about how long a year a year do you know how hard that is to not talk to somebody who you dang near used to be in the tub with Somebody that at 1501, I would be on one side of the room in my bed. He'd be on one side of the room in his bed. And it was us, 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 us. So what happened was we went through a season. But what I discovered now is for me, that season was equivalent to college. Yeah. Because for 25, 27, 30 years, we've been joined at the hip. Yeah. He needed a season of discovery. I needed a season of discovery. If it didn't happen, he wouldn't be as cold-blooded. As he is right now, I wouldn't be as stable and more sensitive about relationships as I am right now. Don't leave here thinking, don't log off thinking that the principle of partnership and the principle of the pick means you're going to, it's going to be painless. Jesus picks 12 and all of them hurt him. You are talking. Every disciple caused him a little agony. One betrayed him. One doubting them. All of them forsook them. Yet there's no verse that says, and Jesus dismissed them never to be around them again. The only time we see, let me see if you catch this, what Jesus dismisses them is for what? Prayer. Prayer. And prayer is equivalent to sort of development. Mm. So even in my pick, I'm going to need a season where I say, Usah. And the people who love you will be there when you get back. That's so good. The people who love you. I I was talking to my band last night. We got all these big shows and all this stuff coming up. And I sat down with Rod. I sat down with with, with, um, Daniel. And I was telling them, we need to be locked, yada, yada, yada. And I said, no, no, no. And I said something to them that messed them up. I said, don't ever in your life hold nothing from me that can help me. Even if it's going to hurt me. If I'm trash, I need you to love me enough to say, P, the level at which you're winning, you got to tighten up. 
you embarrassing you and you embarrassing us. To spare my feelings is to rob my destiny. No. Now I want to be free. Everybody can't do that to me. One of y'all walk up to me and say, I'm trash. I'm going to look back at you and say, your mama. <laughs> but what I'm saying is there are certain people in my life who we have hurt, cried, worn, suffered, and lost enough that if they, because they are partners, and watch this, proximity does not determine value of partnership. Because some of the people I'm around the most ain't the ones I trust the most. You are talking. The voice you need to activate destiny sometimes won't come within proximity. Because partnership does not always equal proximity. David makes a mistake. Nobody, he sleeps with Bathsheba. Nobody in his proximity checked him. But then the prophet from outside walked in and said, you are that man. You need to get your house in order. Yeah. Watch what he said. And because you did this, I'm going to make it very clear. You can't get out skate free. It's going to cost you your son. Because you took this man's life, it's going to cost you a life because sometimes it's tit for tat. Yeah. That's what we don't talk about when it comes to God. You would tithe, pray, and treat people better if you realize even the hell you caught could have been worse. What if God hit you tit for tat? You are talking. Can I jump in right there? Please. Because you cannot make the right choices while you listening to the wrong voices. Say that again. You cannot make the right choices while listening to the wrong voices. See, God will send people into your life for your calling. And oftentimes we want people in our life for our company. Y'all not hearing me today. And you need to know, how do I know if someone is toxic or not? Here it is, because when they speak, poison come out their mouth. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Define poison. Poison. Anything, watch this, that will paralyze, <laughs> infect you, mm -hmm. or destroy you. So how do I discern the difference between poison and purpose? Purpose will speak to my future. Poison will speak to my destruction. I will say that better. Purpose yeah. will speak, watch this, to my purpose. Yeah. Poison will speak to my perversions. This Negro crazy, boy. Like, you different. You wildin'. Poison will speak to my perversions. Yeah. That, that's crazy. And I want to free you real quickly. 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 Oftentimes, poison will make you feel good about what your spirit's screaming out about. No. No. So what am I saying? I want, I want to give you some homework because we're going to keep rolling. I want to give you some homework. What picks do you need to nurture? Wow. What picks do you need to nurture? That's rich, right? What picks do you need to nurture? What picks, this is also good, do you need to heal from? Yeah. What picks are required for your destiny? That's rich, right? Yeah. That's rich, right? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. This is good. There are some people you can't pick 
because picking them will poison you. Jesus is warning us in this scripture that I, that many times, put this in your notes, church, put this on the screen, our greatest pain may come from giving our greatest treasures to the wrong people. He tells us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 6, that maybe your greatest pain will come from giving your greatest treasures to the wrong people. Look at what it says. Do not throw your pearls before the swine. Let me put Pastor D on the, on the spot. This is how my dad raised us. He would just throw scriptures at us and tell us what we see. Uh, so let's do a live exhibition with my brother, okay? All right, D, I want you to tell me the first thing that jumps out at you, and let's see if we can um, match it, all right? I'm going to read it. Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine. They will trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. First thing that jumps out to you is what? Holy. Holy. Why does holy jump out? Because it distinguishes difference. Come on, explain that. So when he says do not give what is holy, it's saying do not give what belongs to God to those who are not on God's side. Mm, say that again. Do not give what's, what belongs to God to those who are not with God. So, so, so the, the scripture opens up by do not. Now, I want, I, want to, I, want to, I want to free you. Do not give what is holy to dogs. Sure. Dogs. So let's do some definitions. Uh, what are some attributes of a dog? Anybody? Scream it out. Loyal. Say it again. On four legs. I like that definition. Somebody shouted loyal. That, that messed me up the analogy of dogs. He's saying, even if they loyal, can they handle that which is holy? Mm. Watch this. Watch this. This is heavy. Because loyalty and longevity look alike. Quit, that was good. That was loyalty. real good. Loyalty and longevity look alike. Just because you've been around long, this is my brother's statement, don't mean you've been around strong. <laughs> That's his saying, ain't it? So, so, no, hear me. I want to ask you a question. Have they been loyal or have it been longevity? Let me pause, parenthetically digress, and look at it from both maps. Loyalty don't mean they ain't acted a fool. I'm going to say this in 70. I may get in trouble and end up on the shade room when I say it. Pastor Mike, she stepped out on me 17 years ago, but she... But has she been there? Have y'all grown through that? Have y'all have, have y'all been pursuing God? Have y'all both kind of been had? So is loyalty perfection? Can I, jump in there. I like I, I like devil's advocate I, I sometimes. Like, I like that because Jesus gives three individuals a set of talents. Come on. Um, two of them doubled what they had. Yeah. One buried it and produced nothing with it. And he looked at the other two and said, you've been faithful over a few things. Watch this. The other one kept what he gave to him. He mm. was loyal, mm. but he wasn't faithful. Yeah. Because sometimes we confuse loyalty with faithfulness. Faithfulness bears fruit. Loyal, loyalty just keeps company. So do you see how we attempt to challenge you in your thinking? I'm not saying accept toxicity and ignore bad cycles. What I am saying is sometimes we throw people away who were actually loyal. Yeah. Wow. Did you catch that? So he talked about me one time. Now I can't trust him ever. Your friend betrayed you once. And now you so headstrong that you say, no, once a lie, always a lie. 
All right? So when you get to them gates and you standing in line, God's going to look at you and say, <laughs> once a blank, always a blank. So you mean to tell me you ain't loyal to God, yet you demand perfection from somebody just as jacked up as you. Talk! Talk! Talk. Am I preaching to anybody? Let me free you as your pastor. I'm not always going to get it right. I'm going to make some decision. Like, hey, y'all, that might have been the wrong decision. I may do something one day, God forbid, that I got to stand right here and my dad got to stand on this side of me. I'm like, hey, church, I'm, I failed. I want to ask you a question. This is rich. This is rich right here. If you picked me when I was winning, will you discard me when I'm losing? And what I've discovered is most of our partnerships will never make it because they are only tied to success. Man, At the nice. end of the day, the Negro was loyal. We fell out, yes. Teeth and tongue. I bit my tongue seven minutes ago. Preach. I, when I walked over here and I looked at it, I said, but I had to get myself together. Now, here you are around people who we all know are going to leave you for a better opportunity. Mm. So what am I realizing at 40? See people for who they are. See people for who they are. Watch this. But loyalty won't always be comfortable. Oh, this is the principle of the pick right here. See, loyalty sometimes going to irritate you. Pearls. Don't throw your pearls before swine. D, let's do this together right here. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the pearl. I'm, I'm going to be the uh, oyster. That's okay. where it comes from, right? So a pearl comes from an oyster. Right. A pearl. Do you know that? A pearl comes from an oyster. So I'm going to be an oyster, right? I'm the oyster. Pearl comes from an oyster. What happens to that oyster, D? The sand sometimes gets inside that shellfish. A piece of sand. Snuck inside of it because of life. The oyster don't pick the sand. The sand, life happens to the oyster. And the sand causes what? Irritation. So the oyster is now uncomfortable. Sort of like a kidney stone or something like that. The oyster's like, I don't like this. But then the oyster makes a decision. It secretes a liquid. And it keeps secreting the liquid. And it keeps irritating it enough. That it makes it hard. So a pearl is not birthed from satisfaction and education. A pearl is birthed from irritation and aggravation. Yeah. How do you know you go into another level? It's when you can flip the stuff that irritates yeah. and aggravates you. Yeah. I want to preach to some people in the room today and online that sometimes your irritation is a prophetic sign of your elevation. Oh my gosh. Some of you need to start shouting you but, but because God, life been, been irritating you <laughs> because life been irritating you yes. that. do I have some people that can say when I go to work I'm irritated when I go home I'm irritated when I look at my bank account I'm irritated I won't be frustrated over the irritation I will say God I'm ready for this elevation I dare you to give God a praise in advance for the irritation right now that's setting you up for your elevation in your next Hear me, somebody shout, irritation. irritation. 
Now here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. Irritation is sometimes a prophetic indication of elevation. elevation. And I want to submit and suggest to you that instead of crying Paul, that talented tent maker from Tarsus who tentilates us with tough theology. It is Paul yeah. who gives us the blueprint or the code. I preach in a hermeneutical loop, the safe. He gives us a code on how to unlock destiny. Paul says, because of the surpassing greatness of the revelation was given to me some sand. A thorn in my flesh. He said, I kept asking God to take it out. But like a pearl, I realized I could use this. And I don't know who I'm preaching to tonight, but instead of asking God to get rid of it, you ought to just jump up and shout, I can use this. Yeah. That it may not feel good, but I can use this. Yeah. I may cry at night, but I can use this. Yeah. I may want to run away, but, but I, I can, can use, use this. this. I have some long days, but I can use this. You ought to grab your neighbor and shake your neighbor and say everything that's driving you crazy. Use it. The boss that's driving you crazy. Use it. The ex that tried to make you run. Use it. Shake them and rock them. Rock them and shake them. Shake them and rock them. Rock them and shake them. Shake, shake, shake your neighbor and say, neighbor, use it. Sit down. I need a thousand folk to type, use it. I just need you to touch five people. This praise break, Stefano, for the next 90 seconds, this praise break is for all the stuff you're about to use for the next 90 seconds. You ought to praise God. Sit down. Paul, Paul asked God three times, remove it. Remove it. God said, use it. Use it. Paul then pivots and says, your grace yeah. is sufficient. I got enough. In other words, when I was praying for you to, to remove, you gave me the grace to use. It's some stuff you've been asking God to get out of your life that he said, no, you grace for this. Some of the frustration and pain you've been carrying, look at your neighbor and say, I'm grace for this. He says, he says, don't give it to dogs. Don't give it to swine. I want to give you six type of people you can't pick. Six type of people you can't pick. You ready? Number one, D. Number one, projects. I, I'll say that again. Projects. Yeah. What are projects? Projects are those you should be building with, but you have to build up. 
Do I have anybody in the room and online today that's ever been in a partnership with someone that should have been building with you, but you had to invest your energy and efforts building them? I'm speaking that God is sending iron into your life because the Bible says iron sharpens iron and you won't be settling for plastic people. God, send me some people that I don't have to build up, but I can start building with. Now, what's crazy, I like balance. Somebody shout balance. Yeah. If we're not careful, brother, if we're not careful, somebody's going to log off or leave depressed about your current picks. Yeah. That's so good. See, I always try to preach where everybody can feel it because everybody ain't satisfied with who in their life. And some of you don't even know how to get the wrong people out of your life. So let me free you. Let me free you. Pastor Mike, I done picked the wrong person. I done married the wrong person. That's something we never talk about in church. We never talk about in church. Most churches will tell you, you're supposed to stick with them. Grandmama, was, grandmama died miserable. You want to know why? Because she had no choice. She won you. Say it again. I said, you talking. She didn't have no choice. No, at my church, I believe in divorce. I believe there are three reasons for divorce. Abandonment, abuse, and adultery. If you feel abandoned, if they left and you ain't seen them in six weeks, they just can't walk back in here. It's diseases that I can die from now. So if, you, so if you're going to leave, just leave. Bye. God bless you. Abandonment, abuse. If you're going upside my head, male, female, and all abuse ain't physical. Yeah. If you done broke my spirit in a way where I can't even see myself oh, no shit. more. Hear me when I say that if you done broke me down in such a way where when I look in the mirror, I don't even like what I see. Number three, adultery. If you done broke my heart so many times. Now hear me, because at the conversely, I'm going to say it's a grace. I believe God can change absolutely anybody. Yeah. But I don't think God will force you to change. So good. Your changing is the, is the result of your pick. The Bible says, behold, I put before you death and life, you pick. So good. Can I, can I jump in right <laughs> Come there? Come on. Because the first one is a project, and I realize that sometimes certain people may be projects in our life, but not projects in other people's life, because we may be toxic with enabling other people. And so we're equipped in our behavior and our dysfunction from the past may be enabling people to depend on us because we might need to be needed. That's good. That's good. We need to be needed. That's why sometimes in your circles and in your life, I want, I want to ask you this question. Are we doing okay? Yeah. All right. So I want to ask you this question. I want to ask you this question. I mean, it's from the depths of my heart. The depths of my heart. Sometimes the pick blocks the pick. <laughs> Run it back. Can you say it again? Did y'all catch what I meant? Sometimes the pick who you chose is actually blocking the pick. That's something we're going to have to pray about in this season. Our church is growing at such a pace that if we're not careful, old ushers not going to like new ushers. Old media not going to like new media. Old singers ain't going to like new singers. Old band ain't going to like new band. Old leaders ain't going to like new leaders. Because a toxic mindset will always... Okay. 
Because a toxic mindset will always crave for what was. <laughs> an un, an un, unquenching desire oh. to re, recapture what was means I only have an appetite for the past. So God prepares a buffet called future and he calls an appetizer called present. But you sitting at the table prepared for you thinking about the microwave dinner you used to have. So I got to free you. I got to free you. In your life, I want you to get comfortable with this statement. Y'all ready? I'm not who I was. I'm not who I was. I'm not who I was. All right, now, now bring, so, 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 if you got enough faith, just declare, I'm not who I was. I'm not who I was. All, right, all my entrepreneurs, this ain't what it was. Woo. So now from a pastoral place, I'm going to say, this church ain't what it was. No, it's not what it was, and that's good. Today, Miles came home tired. He gets him in our bed, he lay, and I said, oh my God, I said, come here, and I grab him. He cuddles up under me, and he's just laying there. I'm in, I got 95 selfies and selfie videos in my phone. All right? Because I'm like, oh, my God. Watch this. He the baby. Which means, in essence, this is my last chance to hold somebody I can fully be in control of. Mm. And he knocked out up under me. Conversely, Mike walks in, sits on the couch. I'm like, had a long day. I say to Mike, you want to get up here with us? No. No. Come on, Dad. Pause. Like, he didn't learn pause. Pause. Pause, Dad. I'm like, no. Like, I'm just saying, get in. No. He gets up, goes upstairs. Next thing I know, the family group text go off. Don't go in there with Daddy's trying to get other guys in the bed. I'm like, come on, Mike. Don't sell me out like that. I'm not trying to have a moment. Like, in my head, I was going to have Miles and Mike. Then I was going to text Mace. Mace, we got family time. When we was little... If we would be in the room, Mace would run in the hall, hey, it's family time. And everybody come running in the room. I miss that. I miss it. I want family time. You want to know what I like better? Hey, we finna go to uh, Papados real quick. Y'all watch the boys. <laughs> you want to know what I like better? Hey, give your brother a bath. You want to know what I like, brother? Xander, get in the car. Uh, Cam, Cam, you with him? Cam, you drive. Y'all run the Chick-fil-A for me. I miss that. But no, how, no matter how hard I pray, it'll never be that again. So now do I resent my kids? Because they evolving? Wow. That's so good. This is why, this is why... When, when people leave our staff, when people leave our church, I'm trying to get to a place now and create this culture where we celebrate people who do stuff right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People like, no, this person was good to us. I love her. I love him. They were a blessing. Tip, let's make sure we throw a party. Let's celebrate. Disagreements and destiny shouldn't be grounds for dismissal. Yeah. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Yeah. Did you catch? Do I need to run it back? Yeah. Disagreements and destiny shouldn't be grounds for this. Just because we ain't getting along, or so, just because you've grown, I shouldn't penalize you for growth. Yeah. And you shouldn't penalize me either. Yeah. 
Number two, play softly because we'll keep going. Thank you, Stefano. I've been up a minute. Parasites. The first person you can't pick is a project. Now, let me go back. I like preaching in balance. Yeah. All right, y'all ready for this? I'm finna contradict everything. I was a project. Yeah. And you were a project. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be called to assemble you. That's so good. The problem is sometimes we fall in love with our assignments. Pastor Mike, come on. I think all to, um, also, I think oftentimes in messages like this, we listen from the posture of who else this can help and not how this can help us. Yeah, that's good. Parasites. Parasites are those who only make withdrawals but no deposits. Churches are dying right now, not because of a lack of anointing, but because of a lack of deposits. And I'm not just talking about financial. The people in the pews are becoming Mirage members. What's a Mirage member? It's like in the desert. I'm thirsty, and yes, there's a need. And I see you from a distance, and you look real until I go and try to pull something from you. Nothing now I realize that was just a Mirage. So what am I realizing, Pastor Mike? Parasites are people who make withdrawals but no deposits. Yeah. I want to free you. I like preaching balance, Dean. We're going to always make sure we preach balance. And if a preacher stands up here, that will be our critique. Not how much you made people shout. Not how loud you were. Did you give people a solid, balanced word? You feel me? Our church is a church in a way that we can just come up here. I can give my sermon to anybody. You just read the notes. We got five days to unpack it on Devo Energy. Every day is discipleship at our church, okay? Here's what I want to talk about, balance. Somebody say balance. Balance. All right, I said certain people will be projects and certain people, can they do this, can they do that? Certain people only make withdrawals, no deposits. Please put this in your notes. All deposits aren't created equal. <clears throat> Y'all young couples so funny to me. Y'all crazy. That's why I don't, I don't like doing marriage counseling for real. Like In my heart, I'm going to bring my parents on staff to be the marriage counselors. I ain't got the patience for it. I'd be gonna call you crazy in the middle of marriage counseling and said I'll go into the bathroom. I did that one time. Like, they wouldn't listen to me and I was trying to talk. They would kept, I said, I'll be right back. I went home. Like, y'all stand here and fuss. I'm busy. I got too much going on. I'm not gonna play that game. If both of y'all ain't trying to hear me, like, no, I, I got five kids. I ain't got time to be here talking to you and me and you both know you're not gonna change. No, like, y'all young couples, y'all do stuff like my money, your money. That be messing me up. I be talking to people. I be like, well, we got a joint account, but I'm, I put 50. They only put 20. So 50 of that. So are y'all one or not? So the only time y'all one is when y'all sleeping together? Mm. If you scared they're going to blow your money, you shouldn't have picked them. So here you are now because you rushed to pick trying to police it. No, this our money. Let's sit down and talk. Until they do something crazy, it's ours. Yeah. Now, if you know you ain't good with it, don't try to be a boss. <laughs> Fellas, I'm the head of the house. Be the head. Just don't be over the money. <laughs> Let me show you how to do it. I want to make this very clear. I'm the head of the house, all right? All right, baby. You the head. You my king. All right, but I want to make sure you handle the money, and I'm going to be overseeing how you handle the money. <laughs> like, no, hear me. All deposits ain't created equal. Even, even the Bible say things like um, being unequally yoked. 
The picture of being unequally yoked is putting a rope around my neck and a rope around their neck. That's not just in marriage. That's in relationships. Yeah. That's in business partnerships. Yeah. Me, and my, me and my brother, if we, me and my brother ain't equally yoked, him and Tiffany run this big old thing. So if him and Tiffany ain't equally yoked, that's a rope around Tiffany's neck, a rope around Dee's neck. And if Dee's trying to take the ministry this way and Tiffany trying to take the ministry this way, either they gonna choke, he going to choke the life out of her or she going to choke the life out of him. The same is the same. And sometimes maybe your relationships, your business partnerships are having trouble breathing because the God in you is running from the demon in them. Or the destiny in you is calling you in a new direction. Because if we ain't careful, we're going to make all separations demonic. Yeah. Pastor Hollis right now, yesterday he shot me a text. Just, he going crazy this morning. He had a jam-packed service last night in Nashville. And I'm so proud of him and everybody who's there. As soon as I got out of my rehearsals, I was watching the stream, stepped out of rehearsal, FaceTime, prayed with him before. He sat in the car. Okay, here we go. I said, this, this is easy. I said, you got this. You got this. He was so excited about it. Him being in Nashville... Is a good thing. Let's talk about this because God was calling him to something. And if I was selfish and wanted to keep him next to me, we would have eventually fell out. Watch this. Not because of disrespect, but because the destiny in me was going this way. But God was pulling him. So you know what I did? I set him down three and a half years ago. When the pandemic happened, we made a pact. Me, him, D, Tip. Leslie Dre. We was like, hey, Daryl. I said, we're going to figure this out. One of us get COVID, all of us get COVID. We come into work. We got to figure out how we're going to save this church. And when I discussed, I sat him down. I said, I said, what you want to do? I said, don't sugarcoat it. Be honest. He looked at me and said, I want to do what you're doing. He said, when I see you do that, I come alive. He said, I want to do, you. do what you're doing. I said, okay, okay. I said, how long can I count on you? He said, three years. I said, for three years, give me everything you got. I said, if you do that, you won't have to worry about nothing. Three years came. Now we're seeing to it. He walks in destiny. That's partnership. Did you catch that? It's not lordship. That's, that's autonomously his church. That's, he's the pastor. I'm not the pastor of one city. He's the pastor. I'm the pastor of Pastor Hollis. But he's the pastor of one city. So to see him in destiny, that's rich. All the deposits he's made, and they weren't always equal, but a deposit is still a deposit. So now, so I'm trying to free your mind. Because if we ain't careful, especially in the African-American context, we think people have to be eternal. No. Just because you're not in my presence don't mean you left my heart. Ooh. And there is a great coming back. Michael, I felt that. There is a great coming back happening. Because whether we like it or not, there are certain places, certain people who in our lives, Ebony, they're destiny keys for us. Number three, pretenders. Pretenders are those with great potential but are committed to bad patterns. They have great potential, DMAC, but are committed to bad patterns. Patterns. Jump on that real quickly. Yeah, they're committed to showing others what they want to see, but they're not committed on becoming who they need to be. Oh, that's good. Say that again. They're committed to showing others what they want to see, but not committed on becoming who they need to be. So they pretend. 
You see all of this potential in them, but you also see this commitment to bad patterns. And sometimes we can confuse problems with patterns. Oh my God, that just messed me I, up. I'll say that again. We, confuse we can confuse problems, problems with patterns. With patterns. Jesus. You can't fix a pattern. You fix problems. You have to break a pattern. And sometimes we may be in, watch this, toxic cycles because we're connected to toxic people. That boy blessed me, man. That's good, man. That's good. Jesus. Because we ain't careful. I'm going to do a series, and I don't know when I'm going to do it, but when I do do it, I'm gonna, I might empty my church when I do it. I got to check some stuff for the kingdom. Because we taking words now, and they, we just putting our own definition on them. You want to know the one word that makes me sick to my stomach? Church hurt. Church hurt makes me sick to my stomach. Because it was created demonically and used as a weapon of mass distraction. Church hurt. Whoever, whoever went out one night and had a good time, met somebody, and it didn't work out. Do you say you got club hurt? Who done ever went to a restaurant, paid good money, and the food was nasty, and the person was mean? Do you got Papa Doe hurt? I want y'all to pray for me, man. I got Burger King hurt. How many times you done went to McDonald's and the milkshake machine didn't work? And the ice cream machine didn't work? Yet you still pull up talking about some what? Does the machine work? How many times you done went to Popeye's and they ain't have no ticket? Now, are you grieving because you got Popeye's hurt? But you got in some stuff you shouldn't have been in, in a circle you shouldn't have been with, at a place that was only meant to help you, and now you want to say it's the place. But if it keeps happening at every place, it may be. So we talk about church hurt. Here's another word. Oh, my God, it makes me cringe. Soul ties. We make everything a soul tie now. Well, you know, we was friends. I can't get in my friend because that's a friend tie. Here's another word that we use wrong a lot of times. Triggered. Well, I'm triggered. You triggered me. No. No. And what I'm discovering in this season of our life, God is calling us to work on us. Lord, I made some mistakes. I know that I'm wrong. I'm trying to do better. But now, with all that I am, I try to make it right. But it won't get no better. So, Lord. Don't fix it, just fix me, just fix me, so Lord, don't fix it, just fix me, cause if you fix me, I'll fix it, I'm the problem. I'm the problem. 
But you're the answer You're the answer And what I'm trying to get you to realize is Before you leave here Baby girl, my man, before you leave here And you say, you know what, I gotta cut you out Because you're a project Stop and say, am I a project? That's heavy That's heavy It's some good members I lost in the past Because they found me when I was favored But still a project That's rich Pastors don't talk like that I didn't know who I was as a man, a father, a husband, let alone a pastor. I just, I'm 28, 29, 30 and gifted. So I could preach, but I was still a project. The only way I knew how to get stuff right was to fuss. I was crazy. When I say anal, anal. Church started at 9 a.m., I'm there at 6. The first person there. Everybody get to the church. Dad, I probably drove them crazy. Get to the church. I would wake up in the middle of the night, get to the church. Something hit my spirit at midnight. Whole staff got to get up and come to the church at midnight. Here's what God told me. We're going to add a service. All right, I'll see y'all tomorrow. And it was crazy, but my, my method may have been somewhat wrong, but I believe God knew my modus operandi. He know in my spirit, okay, he, he a little rough around the edges. Hey, because hey, I saw the staff meeting in the spirit. They sitting there looking at the screen in 2012. And God like, yeah, I think I'm going to give them the city. I think I'm going to bless them. And the devil like, no, nah, I'm telling you, he a project. Nah, look how mean he is. Look how crazy he is. This fool putting billboards over strip clubs. Y'all remember how crazy I was? Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by state God or witness, strip off every weight. Y'all want to know some behind the scenes? That was her fault. We're in staff meeting about to put billboards up for Easter. And the billboard guy says, we have this billboard right here. I'm not from the world. I haven't been wild. My staff tip said... Oh, that's right there by the palace. Holy Spirit in me said, So then you at home today on Fox 6, local pastor. That was crazy, right? I was, D, I, I was a project, right? I was a project. I was a project. But you prayed for me? Stuck by me, left me and came back to me. <laughs> Raise your hand, you left me and came back to me in Jesus' name. Man. I actually left two times. One time, one time. Left me, came back to me. Candace quit five times. She been, she done quit and got hired four times strong. But I believe at the heart you look back and say, but it's hard in the right place, man. So what am I trying to get you to see? I'm always use me as the villain. I was a project. Number two, Leslie, what's number two? Throw it on the screen. Number two, there have been seasons where I've been a parasite. See, parasite ain't always intentional. You can be so so passionate, you don't even realize all you're doing is taking withdrawals. Hey, hey, come on. Hey, praise team, praise team. I love y'all. I love y'all. Do me a favor. Here's what I need from y'all. I need y'all to get to church at eight. 
Think about it. I need y'all to get to church at 8. I need y'all to sing at 8. I'm going to put y'all on the bus. Go east side. Go sing at 9. Get back on the bus. Go downtown. Sing at 1030. Leave 1030. Come back to Forestdale. Sing at 1230. Then Tuesday, I need you to sing at 12 noon. I need you to sing at 7 p.m. Then I need you to use your own gas to drive all the way to Tuscaloosa on Wednesday. Then come back to church on Thursday. And if you don't do it, you ain't committed. I was, I was kind of parasitic when I look back at it. You know, sadly, we didn't have no money for real, no real resources, contrary to popular belief. We didn't have nothing. 80% 80 of the church was being financed by whatever we could just find. You get what I'm saying? So what happened was, if I look back down, if I could do it the way I wanted to, each one of them would have had sort of like a little green card from Regents, and I tried to do it. Regents had got me these little green cards where I could just give everybody now cards. And I was going to every week put gas money on it. The only problem was after the first week, devil is like, I ain't no money for all that. This is what God calls you to do, didn't it? I used to try to do breakfast. Remember that? I used to do breakfast before church? Breakfast, they was late one day. Cut that out the budget. I ain't got no breakfast money. So, it, so I'm trying to get you to see. In every season of your life, you may somewhat be parasitic. If you're the friend who always share your problems in the moment they want to talk, you got to go. Parasitic. Number three, pretenders. Pretenders are those with great potential but also committed to bad patterns. I don't think I've ever in my life been a pretender. I have been a problem, but I'm not a pretender. You know, I, I do have problematic situations that happen in my life sometimes but I'm not committed to bad patterns. Number four, painkillers. Painkillers are those who feel good to your flesh, but kill your faith. Painkillers. I wanna take the road less traveled, D, Pastor D. I wanna take the road less traveled. When you think painkillers, and because we've been conditioned, somebody say conditioned. We've been conditioned, Joe. We've been conditioned mentally and spiritually to think every time you hear the word flesh, you think sex. Can we tell the truth? Every time you hear flesh, you think what? Sex. I, I want to look at this from a different lens. Some of the greatest painkillers in my life have been people who never touched me. But they made the stuff I shouldn't be doing comfortable. I can cuss around them. Who got that friend? Who know what I'm talking about? I can cuss a little bit around them. Because painkillers can only do two things. Make you numb or go to sleep. And there's some painkillers in your life that are not pills but people. And they've been making you sleep on your destiny mm. or make you numb and incapable of being able to connect emotionally with people in your life. Because sometimes you have to ask yourself with the painkiller, is this burying the old me or resurrecting the old me? Yeah, you didn't put that in the notes. You kept that for yourself. <laughs> you just pain killed me on stage. It just hit me. It just it hit, hit, me. It hit me. All right, all right. I got you. I got you. I want to share this with you in a very serious way, and I want you to hear me when I say this. Painkillers can only do two things. They can either make you numb or they make you go to sleep. And the question you have to ask yourself is, are they burying the old you or resurrecting the old you? 
I needed that clip too. That's what Instagram. I needed that clip. <laughs> I needed that clip. That was good. He be blessing me, man. He be blessing me. All right, number five. Number five. <laughs> Possessors. Possessive people. Yeah. Don't we look like somebody you want to hang with? Like I bet he. I bet he. Cra- I'm crazy. I'm crazier than this in real life. Like hear me. We have family functions. It don't start till I get when I Mike here. I start all the mess and leave and just go home. <laughs> Possessive people. Possessive people. Uh, DA, get my dad and Mike. I see my dad back there. I think the cap just not off would be good if he prayed us to pray with us tonight. That'd be great. Grab him a mic. Possessive people. Possessive people attempt to use care as control. Yeah. Possessive people tend to use care as control. Watch this. They don't love you. They're just using, using you. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you not to do that because I care about you. In some instances, that is true. That's why you got to d- have discernment. Yeah. Anything you want to throw in with that one? Yes, sir. Because sometimes you think they're checking in for support when really they're just keeping surveillance. <laughs> It just hit me. Somebody say possessive people. Possessive people attempt to use care as control. Yeah. And there are some people in your life who are checking in on you. What was it? Was it? For surveillance? Not to keep support. But and there are certain people in your life who are checking in on you not for support but for surveillance some of you don't have a support group you got a neighborhood watch they not with you they just watching you they not with you they just watching watching you and stop trying to push possessive people away because God said I'll make I'll prepare a table in the presence of your enemies and sometimes the table isn't prepared yet because you keep pushing away the people that God wants to watch you eat. And, and that's special because at high-end restaurants, they won't even sit you until the whole party shows up. So instead of running people out your life, you ought to let them get stay close enough because the table God is about to prepare for you, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. You ought to shout, I receive that. Stand to your feet. Number six, petty people. Petty people. Petty people create mountains out of molehills. Jumping at D-Mac, we go home. Instead of helping you overcome, they leave you overwhelmed. Because here it is, when you're connected to a petty person, they don't infect you with bad thinking. They infect you with small thinking. Second Corinthians 13 and 5, out the message version. We're going home. This is the longest I've kept you. Out the message version. Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Look at this scripture. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Look at the last one. Give yourself regular checkups. checkups 
This entire week in Devo Energy, don't miss a day. We're going to be breaking down each one of these types that we can't pick. But more importantly, as my father prepares to come, I pray we don't become what we don't need to pick. Because if we're not careful, this is heavy right here, somebody going to be praying to get you out of life. Amen. What picks do you need to nurture? What picks do you need to heal from? And what picks? So, too, what picks do you need to heal from? What picks do you need to nurture? Amen. This is so good, so great. Here's the thing. This video, like I said, God put this video in front of me for a purpose because there are, God has given me something in my life. And if I pick the wrong person to connect with, if they're not pushing my purpose, it's not good for me. I, I like how you said it. There's two things about it. Either they're going to push your purpose or they're going to give you poison. And the poison can feel so good and so right. But it's eventually going to destroy you. When, when I was in school, I, I, I used to love snakes. I still love snakes, but I love snakes so much I did my research on snakes. And the one thing about snakes is when they bite, when they bite you, the poison can kill you immediately. Or, and they have somewhere it would kill you over time. You could be going through life not knowing that the poison has infected and then it gets to your bloodstream and eventually kills that is that's what God wanted me to let you know today when you pick wrong when, when, you, when you get in covenant with the wrong people the wrong places, the wrong things we're putting we're allowing poison to get infected with what God has for us. They, he, he brought Adam and Eve into it. When Adam and Eve made covenant with the wrong person, it, it was just through communication. When they agreed in communication, They have allowed the poison to come in and destroy what God had for them. I'm telling you, this video is so great, but we're going to stop right there. I'm probably going to do a part two next week, so come on and watch with us. But I want to just encourage everyone who's watching this show. 
God, if, if you have accepted God as your Lord and Savior, if He has given you a call and a purpose, the things He wants me to let you know is He has never forsaken you, He's not going to leave you. All you have to do is call on Him. He's right there waiting for you. That is the number one pick that you we should choose without a shadow of a doubt. When, when, when they talk about pick, I give out the you know, the NBA draft pick. Everybody wants to be number one, but only one person can be the number one draft pick. Everybody wants to be that. And these teams, they talk to their staff and who are we going to pick? Who, who are we going to pick? And they work out to get the number one pick. Who are we going to pick? They, they talk it over with their team, with their staff. And if that staff wasn't committed to the team, but only committed to themselves, they, they would not give great advice on who to pick. So, if the people around you are giving you advice on to not go to church, or giving you advice to not read your word, or giving you advice to not pray, you might want to choose some different people. Because our number one pick should always be God. Our number one pick should always bring us closer to who God is. Don't. So tonight, it was a little bit different, but I pray and I I pray that something was said that was encouraging, that was impactful to your life, that will help you not only grow naturally, but spiritually and closer to God. So I am Leander DJ Wilson. I want to thank you for watching this episode, and I'll pray about Father God, I just thank you, Father God, for this night. I thank you, Father God, for the words that you have spoken to us, Lord. Father God, I just pray, Father God, that each and every individual watching this episode will know who you are and, Father God, will grow closer to you, Father God, and, Father God, move forward in you, with you, and for you. Father God, I just thank you in your son, Jesus' name. And, Father God, for each and every individual watching this show, Father God, bless them, Father God. Father God, have your face shine upon them. His fourth and for forevermore. I thank you in your son, Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Once again, I thank you for watching, and glory be to God.